0: A night in the lonesome October. October 27th. I was awakened by a scratching on the back door. I went to it and pushed my hatch open. Graymalk was sitting there before it, waiting. It occurred to me that I can't tell when she's smiling, either. I checked the sky, which was cloudy with blue breaks. Good morning, I said then. Morning, Snuff. Did I wake you? I stepped outside and stretched. Yes, I said. But I was oversleeping. Thanks. How are your aches and pains? Much improved. Your own? Better. Yesterday was pretty quiet, I said, for a change. But last night was a different matter, she said. Oh, what do you mean? Then you haven't heard about the fire. Fire? No, where? What happened? The good doctor got burned out. It's still smoldering. I took a walk, very early this morning and I smelled it. Went over and watched for a long time. His storm finally stopped when the place caved in. Is he all right? And the other fellows, did they get out? I don't know. I'm not sure they did though. I didn't see them. Maybe I ought to sniff around a bit, I said. Might be a good idea. We headed off in that direction. It was odd, coming on the place without a storm raging overhead. The house was blackened and still smoky, its roof and three walls fallen, the ground dark with ashes and debris and the singeing effects of the heat about it. Off to the west, to our right as we approached, the barn stood unscathed. The ground everywhere nearest was wet to the point of squishiness from the deluge that had descended upon it in past weeks. We circled the burnt place slowly, peering into it, Past charred beams and fragmented walls, I could make out banks of broken equipment far below. The smell from the fire and the dampness of the earth made it impossible for me to detect any useful scents in the vicinity. I told Greymalk this, and she said, Then you can't tell whether the good doctor and his assistants escaped or perished. Afraid not, I answered. We went off to take a look at the barn. As we departed the ravaged area and neared that structure, I did pick up a fresh scent. Very fresh. Just ahead, in fact. I broke into a run. What is it? Greenwald asked. There was no time to respond to her. I'd glimpsed him rounding the corner of the building and I raced that way. He saw me coming, realized that I could move a lot faster than he could, and dashed inside one of the number of wooden crates strewn there. I approached the crate and stuck my head inside, fangs bared bubo crouched in its farthest recess remember what they say about cornered rats he said we can be nasty i'm sure i replied but what would be the point no one wants to hurt you you were chasing me i wanted to talk to you said you brought along a cat i can let you talk to her if you don't want to talk to me i started to withdraw no wait i'd rather talk to you Alright, I said. I just want to know what happened here. There is a fire. I can see that. How did it get started? The experiment man got mad at the good doctor and started wrecking his lap. Sparks from some of the equipment set the place burning. The experiment man? You know, the big fellow the good doctor put together from all the parts his assistant dug up for him. I recalled the smell of death and I began to understand. What happened then? I asked. experiment man ran out and hid in the barn here, as he always did after an argument. I got out too. The place burned down. Did the good doctor and his assistant get out in time? I don't know. When I went back and looked later, there was no way. I could tell. What about the experiment man? Is he still in the barn? No, he ran away later. I don't know where he is. I backed up. "'I'm sorry,' I said, and I withdrew my head from the crate. Graymalk immediately moved near and asked, "'Was the good doctor an opener or a closer?' "'Please,' he said. "'Let me be. I'm just a simple pack rat snuff. Don't let her have me.' "'I've already eaten,' she said. "'Besides, I owe you courtesy as a fellow player.' "'No, you don't,' he said. "'It's over. Over!' Just because your master is dead doesn't mean I should treat you as anything other than a player. But you know. You must know. You're toying with me. Cats are that way. I'm not a player. I never was. Have you really eaten recently? Yes. That's worse then. You'll toy more. Shut up a minute, she said. See, there goes the courtesy. <clears throat> Be still. I am starting to get angry. What do you mean you were never a player? Just that. I saw a good thing and decided to jump aboard. You'd better explain. I told you, I was just a pack rat. I used to hear all you folks talking. Nightwind, Quicklime, Cheater, you and stuff. As I lurked about my business. I got the idea pretty quick that there was some sort of strange game going on and you were all players. You all had it pretty good, and you all left each other alone, you even helped each other sometimes. So I decided to learn as much about your game as I could and figure out how I could pass for one of you. I realized pretty quickly that you all had pretty weird masters and mistresses. Then I knew that I could do it. After all, I'd been hanging around the good doctor's place already for the leftovers from his work. So I let on in that he was in the game and that I worked for him. Sure enough, I got respect and decent treatment from the rest of you. It made life a lot easier. What a tragedy, the fire. It'll be rough spending winter in the barn. But rats are adaptable. We... Be still, she said again, and he obeyed. Snuff, do you realize what this means? Yes, I said. There was no secret player. What it was, was that I had one player too many in my calculations. The good doctor must just have come here seeking a little privacy for his work. And that explains why the divinations concerning him were always ambiguous. Of course. I'll have to do some new figuring soon. Thank you, Bubo. You've just helped me quite a bit. Graymalk moved away from the crate and Bubo, Bubo peered out. You mean I can go? He said. I was feeling generous, happy even, at the final piece for my puzzle, and he looked kind of pathetic. Or you can come with us if you like, I said. You don't have to live in the barn. You can stay at my place. It's warm, and there's plenty to eat. You really mean that? Sure, you've been a help. Of course, you do live near a cat. Greymalk made her laughing sound. You gave us professional help, she said. I'll leave you on my professional courtesy list. All right, I'll do it, he told me. He emerged, and we headed back.